Welcome back to another episode of the Greatest Day Podcast, number 235 today. Control the controllables. Hey, we are off to a slow start. There I go with that we thing again. I am off to a slow start this year with the podcast, but that's because I got a lot of other things going on. And I mean, whatever. I'm not, I'm not held to a number or an outline here of this podcast, but let me tell you, it is on my mind almost every single day. So I think it will be in my benefit to set out some expectations for the year for myself and then follow through because I want to keep giving you guys some good stuff here. I want you to have access to the free content, the little tips, the little practices and prompts that you can get your day started with right. And hopefully just create a little better outcome for yourself in your own life. So I want to keep being more consistent here. I'm going to be more consistent here. Um, But it requires having a plan because that's what life's all about anyway. That's what it's all about anyway. I recently saw uh, King Richard, the tennis movie about the, the Williams sisters. Uh, I mean, maybe it's more about the Williams dad, but their story and, you know, in the back, I loved, there was so many parts of that movie that I loved, um, but he would always take his girls to this in the movie anyway. He takes these girls to this tennis court and in the background, he's got these little one-liners, these little uh, mantras posted up and one of them says, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And... You know, that's not that's not any uh, groundbreaking saying. That's that's pretty well known. Most people have heard that or know that. But it rings so true. It's so true about, you know, just if, it, as I think about the podcast, it's like if I don't set out maybe an agenda of three episodes a week and, and here's the topics and then it's not going to happen. It's going to be on my mind. It was on my mind a couple of days ago. I just didn't have the time or I didn't make the time. Again, yesterday, I chose to go for a walk instead of sit and record. So here I am today. I made the plan. I set myself up to succeed. And here I am recording. So anyway, the message today is about controlling the controllables. It's been in my, it's been in my journaling the last few days. And so I just want to, I just want to dump a little bit on you about this idea of Probably one of the best gifts we have, actually, gift isn't the right word, skills that we can develop is getting this quick response in our minds of identifying a situation, an event, a person, a trigger, any any outside thing, and quickly determining if it goes in pile A, which is I can do something about that, I can control that, or pile B, I have no control over that. And the quicker and better we get at that, we can go straight into analyzing, adapting, and taking action. Triple A, analyze, adapt, and take action. Or maybe you take action and then you adapt, I don't know. Uh, But you can actually do something about it. Once you've identified that it's something you can have an influence or control over, then you do something about it. And if you quickly determine you cannot, then you just let it go. You find the little parts in any any situation that you can control or do something about, and then you take action. And if you can't, you have to, you really, you have choice, but really, in my mind, you've got no other choice but to just let it be. 
Why let that bother you? Why let that, as you maybe have heard, take up space in your mind? Free rent in your mind. Don't let it have free rent. Don't let it have the space in your mind. You just determined you cannot do anything about it. Let it be. But if you can, that's when we do something about it. So as I, as I keep writing, I keep journaling over the last few days, another thing comes to my mind, and this comes from the, the Daily Stoic. But as I was writing, I thought, I'm not even, I was thinking about my kids, right? And like me getting agitated or frustrated with them. And then I thought, I don't even think I'm responding to the outside trigger anymore. I don't think I'm even responding to what my kids are saying or what they're doing. I'm responding to what value I am placing on their words, their actions, and the rest of the world as well. I'm not reacting to the person cutting me off. I'm reacting to the frustrations inside of me that already exist and that are building up. That just happens to be the thing that I'm going to choose to lash out on. I'm not responding to my kid's words back to me. If he sticks his tongue out at me and makes some weird noise and, you know, brushes me off and just kind of ignores me, I'm not getting upset by that. I'm getting upset by the interpretation the, the perception that I am holding on to about that action and those words and that mannerism. Not them itself, but what I believe it means. Oh, that's disrespectful. And I won't be disrespected because I'm the father, because I'm the man of the house, because I lead this house, whatever else, right? So once he does that, and I believe in my mind that that means he's disrespecting me, and all of a sudden he, I don't know, that must represent... You know, him dethroning me from my, whatever. Now I react to it. But what if I, what if I perceived that as something playful? After all, he's five, right? What if I perceive that as just him growing and developing and it's a learning opportunity to just not react, just to be like, hey, you know, we, that, you know, that's not something we do. That's not, that's not a polite thing. And here's why. And it would be a teaching moment. Because even in the moment, as I react to his behavior or mannerisms or whatever it is, I place a value quickly on it. I choose to be harmed by that. And then I choose to respond. I react. I'm teaching him reactivity. So even in that moment, I'm teaching something that I don't want to continue. Which it will continue because that's what our kids will do. That's what the world will do. They will, they will mirror what we do. They will respond to us the way we respond to them. We're training people how to treat us by the way we treat them, by the way we treat ourselves. Anyway, I'm, I'm diving way deep on this idea here, but, um, or I guess not deep, but I'm just kind of going away from my whole thought here, which is, I guess, two parts. One is quickly identify things you can and cannot control. Get, make that a habit. Make that a practice that you get into regularly. Can I control this? Can I not? And get quicker and quicker at de deciding if you can. And then I guess the second part is that I threw in there not having a plan to do so is be careful how quickly we're labeling things, how we're, how, what kind of value, what kind of perception or meaning we're placing on the outside things in the world. Because if we're going to have a response, 
And we want it to be an effective one. We want it to be a responsible one. We want it to be a helpful one that really feeds into the life and the values that I'm trying to live by and create in my life. I want my responses to be just that. So then I've got to pause and I have to reflect and I have to think, am I, am I putting more meaning to this set of words, sounds, behaviors, mannerisms, person cutting me off on the freeway, whatever it is. Am I putting more on this than deserves? And is that creating unhealthy, unhelpful responses in my mind, in my body, in my actions? So it's all just about pausing. It's all just about pausing and, and taking that two seconds to think and let it soak in for a second before we react. That's it. Let's get out of here. That's the message today. So hopefully something you got out of that start to build this into your practice where you are quickly identifying can or can't control. And maybe you just sit and do an exercise right now where it's not in real time, but you just kind of make a list in general. What are the things I can't control in life? Obvious ones. Put them out there. I was with a client last night and I brought up to him the weather. You can't control the weather. How many people get upset about the weather? Stupid rain. I can't believe this crap. Now my whole day is ruined. Or now I can't this. Or now I can't that. It's like you're getting upset and energized and emotional about something you have zero control over. Zero. How you respond, though, is going to determine how the rest of the day goes. So maybe you just make a list. All the obvious and, and maybe not so obvious things in your life that you cannot control. And then what are the things you can control? They're actually very few, by the way. They're actually very few. They're sh- they show up in every situation. Can't control the rain, but I can control how I respond. Can't control the weather, but I can control how early I leave for work so I'm not late. I can't control traffic, but I can control the music or the podcast or the conversations in the car that I choose to have, like that kind of stuff. So there's always a choice in response. But I think it's helpful to begin to to learn and really break this down so that you can get better and better at it in knowing can, can't control. Cool. I can't. Let's. What are we going to do next? Can, what are we going to do about it? Kind of that whole cycle. Anyway. All right. Here's to... Uh, Here's to getting back on track and having more consistency in the podcast. Appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I hope the uh, the first couple weeks of this year, now that we're getting getting through them, hope they're going well for you. I hope they've thrown you some curveballs. I hope they've challenged you a little bit. As I said in last episode, I hope you failed. I hope there's some things that you've just failed on. Uh, we're going to keep talking about habits on here, by the way. And I'm going to get Dr. Finch, uh, Dr. Hayden Finch, who wrote the book and the workbook, really, which I'm using right now called Habits. Seriously, just go get it on Amazon. I'm telling you, as I have studied it and walked through it slowly, I am learning so much more. Not just the sciences, but these practices that she's got me walking through. It's like I'm a new person today than I have been when I've done this before. And therefore, I'm getting new insights. I'm getting new. I'm identifying new things about me. And it's a pretty cool process. Anyway, I'm going to get her on here and we're going to talk more about habits and it's not just a new year that you have to set habits. It's all the time and you should be resetting them all the time anyway. So you might already be resetting some of your habits now that you set at the beginning of the year. Some of your goals that you started the new year with, you might be adjusting already. Good. Good for you. I mean, you're learning some things. I love it. All right, let's get out of here. 
Love you guys. See you on the next episode. Have a great day.